Next on BYU Sports Nation, BYU beats Utah, and in convincing fashion, what was your favorite part of the win? Mark Durant desperately wanted the Cougars to beat the Utes. He'll join us to describe how his quality of life has improved since Saturday. <laughs> Everybody's has. <laughs> and the Cougars' new offensive coordinator, Jeff Grimes, joins us. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. What is good? BYU Sports Nation is live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is a Monday, December 18th. I am Jerem Jordan. Spencer Linton is still celebrating the win versus Utah. So I'm joined by the only man who knows what a catch is in the NFL, Jason Shepard. Look, here's the thing. You can, you can have this rule and all of the technicalities that consists of what a catch is. These eyeballs right here tell me if something's a catch or not. And BYU caught Utah. Oh, That's the good news. yes, they did. BYU beat Utah. Much more on that coming up. It is a great day. We had the last Jedi over the weekend. BYU hired an OC. BYU beat Utah. <laughs> this was a great, great weekend. Which brings us to today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. Men's Hoops beat Utah 77-65 for their first win over the Utes since 2012. Can you believe that? Elijah Bryant led all scores with a season-high 29 points. Bryant, heat check. Again, Elijah Bryant. That's Danny A's basketball. Largest lead for BYU. Bryant said to one of his opponents during the game, at least put a hand up. He was on fire. BYU beats Utah. Much more coming up in what's trending. The Cougars host Idaho State and Texas Southern this week, both on BYU TV and BYU Radio. As Jerem mentioned, it was a pretty big weekend for the Cougars. Jeff Grimes introduced as the new BYU offensive coordinator on Saturday. Coach Grimes said his first goal is to get his staff together. My most immediate goals are, number one, to work to put together with with Coach Satake the best offensive staff that BYU has ever had. And I know what that means because there have been a lot of great coaches here over the years. But I really believe in, in this time and in this place we can do that. You will hear from Coach Grimes. He will join us on the program coming up at the bottom of the hour. Jamal Williams had 10 carries for 30 yards as the Packers fell to the Panthers in spite of the return of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Daniel Sorensen finished with four tackles in a Chiefs win versus the Chargers. Congrats, Jason. Thank you. Also in that game, Michael Davis had a tackle for the Chargers. Kai Nakua had a tackle for the Browns, who are still winless. Uh, by the way, there have been, uh, in the span of three Star Wars movies released, there's been one Cleveland Browns win. <laughs> and Ziggy Ansah oh finished horrible. with a tackle wow. in a Lions victory against the Bears. And Jimmer Fredette scored 50 points to go along with 10 assists and 9 rebounds. One rebound shy of a triple-double. And, and good for him is Shanghai Sharks won. So Who cares? A, a nice game for Jimmer and his team won. Who cares if they won? Uh, he had 50. That's all that matters. 50 points. He had 15 the game before, so he took the night off. Essentially. Slept walk for 15, yeah, probably. Yeah, and then which would be like a season high for me in church ball. <laughs> uh, and then he goes for 50, so well done. Also, nice stuff from uh, Kyle Collinsworth. More on that coming up a little bit later. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The wait is over. 
McKay Cannon bounces this one out. We're down to five. We're down to three, two, one. It is done. BYU over Utah, 77-65. Saturday, BYU beat Utah and that crimson coat. <laughs> two days after Star Wars, The Last Jedi came out, balance was restored to the rivalry universe after a good win. Yes, Chewy, punch it. Does it make up for seven straight football losses? <laughs> not quite. <laughs> Well, after the game, Larry Chris Kobiak mentioned two years ago they didn't give us their best punch. He didn't even know what he said. Like, <laughs> really? Really? It doesn't make up for seven straight football losses, but it really does feel good. I think all of BYU Sports Nation breathe a collective cathartic sigh of relief as BYU beat Utah in men's hoops. It was great. And it's been a long time. It's been a long time since BYU beat Utah, which brings us to a very early stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU beat Utah for the first time in 1,834 days. That's unbelievable. I double-checked that number. I was like, <laughs> what? It's been that long? That's on, since 2012. The Cougars led for 38 minutes of the game, by the way. 38. It was, it was a dominating win. Marriott Center Magic was back. Packed house. It was fantastic. As the rivalry renewed again in Provo Saturday night, which brings us to today's Twitter question. What was your favorite part of BYU's victory over Utah on Saturday? First tweet from at Soda Coog. Being able to tell my four-year-old that BYU has finally defeated Utah since she has been alive. She doesn't understand yet, but she will. I just realized my kid, my one four-year-old daughter, hadn't witnessed a BYU-Utah win. Yeah, I had wow. I I had my two littlest, my two oldest had seen wins. My two littlest had not. Uh, so it was uh, it was a big day for in the Shepherd household. Okay, what what was your favorite part of BYU's win? <sighs> um, or parts? Yeah, I mean there were so many things. I, I think the part that I enjoyed the most was that really the game wasn't ever in doubt. BYU, I mean, it was kind of back and forth for the first couple of minutes, but once BYU took the lead, they never relinquished it. As you mentioned, 38 minutes, they led the game. And, and I think that when you look back on some of the games, well, the, the last three losses in particular, one common thread in all those has been really poor starts for BYU. And the, the deficit was insurmountable, and it just they just could never recover. That was the complete opposite in the game on Saturday night where they took over early and never relinquished. Even when Utah cut the lead twice down to five, I never felt like this game was in doubt. BYU, for the most part, had that lead of about eight to 11 points most of the night. That's what I think I took away most was just how dominant BYU was against Utah. It, it was awesome. Like, BYU's allowed fewer than 70 points six games in a row. The last time that happened, 8 9 Huh? We've talked about last week, is BYU better on defense? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. And they're taking good shots. Uh, how about Yoli Childs, by the way? Leg cramps. I, was, I, I saw BYU's uh, CIT season before my eyes. <laughs> Flash before my eyes. Luckily, it was leg cramps. It was not an Achilles tear, a sprained ankle, a Liz Frank, anything like that. Elijah Bryant, by the way, his greatest game as a Cougar. Oh, without had, question. I know he had 39 at Portland. He made more buckets. But the context of this, BYU needed him. He was on fire. Peyton Dastrup comes off the bench and has eight, draws a charge, gets a, a timely rebound. 
This was a tremendous team win as BYU shoots 52%, makes 10 of 20 from three. Let's talk about that for a second. Utah came into the game, the number one team in the Pac-12 and number six nationally, in three-point percentage defense. Teams were shooting 26% against BYU. BYU shoots 50% and makes 10 threes, including five from your boy the weekend, a.k.a. Elijah Brown. Look, and it wasn't just, and certainly I am not trying to minimize 29 points, but beyond just the points, which he was fantastic in his shooting from three, he had a couple of really nice hustle plays where he went in and got an offensive rebound that gave BYU another possession. Nine boards. Yeah, I mean, it was it was plays like that. And you mentioned a guy like Peyton Dastrup, who was fantastic. I thought Zach Selyus early on was really big. You had Jasheer Hardnett making plays. Had a big three in the corner from TJ Hawes. And I think that's what this team needs and has shown throughout this season that when you're only playing seven or eight guys, and now they're down Dalton Nixon for however long, when you're playing seven or eight guys, getting those contributions from everybody is really important. And that was another game where BYU proved that they've got different guys on the floor that can beat you at any time. I love the versatility of this. Last year it was like, oh, Eric Mick has got to come, uh, you know, bring it. Yeah. And, and Nick Emery's got to be there. If I told you TJ Haas scored four points and was one of seven from the field. Right. Which, by the way, he, he had a fantastic week last week. But he had six assists. Mm-hmm. So he's doing it in different ways. Jashir Hardnett has... Five points, four assists, you know. So they distributed and got the ball to guys like Elijah Bryant and Yoli Childs. And then off the bench, McKay Cannon has seven. Hits a uh, couple of three-pointers. Zach Selyus, as you mentioned, uh, you know, has a three. McKay had one three-pointer, excuse me. Peyton Dashbet had eight. Remember last year there were games where we were talking uh, about how BYU had zero bench points? Yeah. 22 bench points uh, will do it for BYU. Took care of the basketball, shot the ball well, defended – I've been screaming for BYU to do two things the last couple of years. Value possession and play defense. And they do that, and they're 9-2. and two. They host Idaho State and Texas Southern and then Portland. BYU should be 12-2 and two yeah. going into the St. Mary's game at home December 30th. Things are looking great. BYU is ahead of schedule. Ken Palm only has three projected losses the rest of the way for BYU, which is at St. Mary's, then the two with Gonzaga. But we know BYU wins in Spokane, so maybe only two. <laughs> Hi, kid. But not really. But not for really. the last three years, the, you, you're yeah. not kidding. Yeah, there, there, there are a few things we know about BYU basketball. One, they win in Spokane, and two, they lose in Pepperdine. Those are the two things. <laughs> not, this, two, not, not this, not this year, but not, not this, this year. year. What was your favorite part of BYU's victory over Utah on Saturday? We'll get that to that in a moment. Use the hashtag BYUSN. We mentioned that the last year that BYU <laughs> beat Utah was 2012. So let's roll the way back machine and discuss some of the things. That were going on in 2012, the last time BYU beat Utah. Jerem, what would you think if I told you in 2012 a what gallon t- of milk what if I told you? was $3.53? That's an expensive gallon of milk. It is an expensive. I'm paying $1.98 right now. The cows, the cows from Chick-fil-A were <laughs> tough in 2012. Jeez. Skyfall, Jerem, was the number one movie at the box office with movie. your boy Daniel Craig. That was a good movie. Uh, a gallon of gas, $3.60. That's really expensive. Yes. How but, about not, the, but not at Costco. It's not that much at Costco. No, no, no. How about this one? The number one song, Diamonds by Rihanna. Oh, that's still the number one song. And how about this one? This one may blow everybody's mind. The Lone Peak 3 were still at Lone Peak. <laughs> In fact, that was the year. This was December <laughs> of the national championship year. So... Yeah, way back in 2012. How, how is your life different now than in 2012? In 2012, Riley Nelson was the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a while ago. It really was. 
Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. Use hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation. What was your favorite part of BYU's victory over Utah on Saturday? Let's go to Twitter. Tweet, tweet. At Laser Sheep, Peyton Dastrup bearing two triples. I dare say the second one produced the loudest moment of the night, at least where I was sitting. What a game and atmosphere. The context of that moment. The only child had gone to the locker room. In comes Peyton Dastrup. I think he had a cape on. Hits two threes and carries BYU during a stretch. Look, <laughs> I love awesome. like and, and the the best part. We know how Peyton is on the sidelines and how excited he gets for his teammates. It was awesome to see his teammates going crazy for him. It was great. I love fantastic it. Uh, at loyal to the royal. Love that Twitter handle, by the way. All of it. I loved it from beginning to end. But if I had to pick one thing, it was Bill Walton's commentary. It was priceless. I went back and watched the whole game just to hear what Bill had to say, even though I was literally three seats away from him, which they moved me. I thought it was going to be right next to Bill. I was a couple seats down. Anyway, I couldn't hear what he was saying, even though I was the stage manager. So I went back and watched the game. In fact, we wrote down some of our favorite stuff. We're going to play you some of the best of Bill Walton coming up later in the show. Yeah, it was... (laughs) I, I went back and watched it yesterday, too, just because, you know, I, I'm on the radio side and doing yeah. stuff, so I didn't get to hear any of the TV commentary. A guy. A guy's a, I, I know he's polarizing, yeah. but I love him. Let me tell you, he needs to teach a class on the state of Utah because he oh, knows. life elevated. He, he drops some knowledge about this state. Oh, that I, look, I've lived here almost 30 years. A lot of what he was saying, I didn't even know. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah he was I don't great. Know. Coming up, BYU, BYU's new offensive coordinator, Jeff, Jeff Crimes, I'll spit it out, joins us. How quickly does he think the Cougar offense can turn things around? We'll ask him. And Christmas came early for Mark Durant. What was his favorite thing from Saturday's win versus Utah? We'll ask him. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. What's up? We're live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. BYU Basketball with Dave Rose tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Looking forward to recapping the Utah win. Plus, player guest Yoli Childs in Studio C. And it's Coach Rose's birthday. Yeah, as, as a producer, this is the easiest show <laughs> I've had to put together since uh, August. So I'm very excited about this one. Yeah, we have some fun stuff planned for uh, Dave Rose's birthday. Not to mention your boy, uh, you only live once, uh, Yoli Childs, as Bill Walton put it. A Twitter question, what was your favorite part of BYU's victory over Utah on Saturday? At Colonel underscore James 83. The rowdiness of the Rock. They were fantastic, by the way. Congratulations to the Rock. They, they were. They were dope. Dastrip for three, twice. The determination to win, despite the terrible officiating and the flopping of the Utes. It wasn't that bad. (laughs) And the gut check to leave it all out on the court. It was good stuff from everybody. I thought the crowd was great. I thought the rock was great. I thought BYU played well. It was a fantastic performance from everybody uh, Saturday night in the Marriott Center. Mark Durant joins us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline now. He is the radio analyst on the BYU Sports Network, including BYU Radio. Mark, last week we talked about how you wanted more than anything a win versus Utah. So how much better is your life now that BYU beat Utah? (laughs) Well, the sun seems to be shining brighter, and uh, my wife and kids are treating me nicer, and everything's just a little bit bit better. And plus, plus, Jerem, 
I got to sit next to Spencer for that entire game, which made it even that much more special. He kept crowding you, though. I was like, scoot over, Spencer. Like, why? You know, did he really have to be shoulder to shoulder? Well, you know, he he likes to be as close to me as possible. Plus, with his big guns, it's hard it's hard True. to make much room. True. He was wearing a pretty sweet royal blue uh, sweater, which I noticed. Which I really, <laughs> I'm going to ask him if I can have it. <laughs> uh, so, Mark, with so much buildup, and there was a lot of buildup, we've had had a couple years to look forward to this game. How did the game measure up to what you expected it to be? Well, I, I thought it was fantastic. I mean. It, that that year hiatus, as much as I hated it, uh, I think lent to the uh, anticipation and the excitement and the atmosphere. And uh, I thought that the Rock was just fantastic. You know, all all there early and and decked out in a lot of stuff and great signs. And I mean, that's that to me is a, a special and unique environment in college basketball. And you only get that in a handful of uh, arenas every year around uh, the country to have that kind of rivalry and the fan involvement and the intensity and so just the lead up to it I thought was was excellent I thought everybody kind of uh, acted well I mean they gave coach ADK uh, uh, you know all the, the jabs he wanted but they, I mean it was it was pretty classy how they did it it was fun and uh, and I don't think it was anything malicious or anything and uh, it was just a, a fun lead up to it and then I thought the game itself was it was an excellent game. I, you know, I I thought BYU was a better team, but Utah, and they are. Whatever I have to say about uh, Coach K is he's an excellent coach, and he gets his team to play hard, and they play good defense. So, even though I think BYU is a, the better team, you know, Utah was always in the game and always coming at BYU, and there was always uh, uh, an intensity and an anxiety that can BYU hold on to this lead and. Uh, but I, I thought some of the performances were a lot of fun. Obviously, Elijah was amazing. Yoli was great, and he kind of had the whole Willis Reed thing going there for a while, and that was <laughs> interesting. And, of course, Peyton Dastrup with his shot. So it was a, a really fun game, uh, a hard-fought game in, in a terrific environment. And uh, I just thought, I mean, that's that was my whole point all along, guys, is why would you not want this? This is fun. This is good. And uh, I thought everything good about the rivalry uh, was in evidence Saturday night. Yeah, there's only one person who doesn't want it, and uh, he doesn't really have uh, much say given the uh, national reaction to what happened, and that was a great game. It's on for the foreseeable future. Next year it's neutral site, by the way, just a reminder, uh, up in Salt Lake. Elijah Bryant, you mentioned it. His greatest game as a Cougar, in my opinion, 29 points, 5 of 8 from 3, Yoli Childs carried BYU early, but Elijah Bryant put the team on his back the rest of the way. How impressed were you with Elijah's performance? You know, Elijah intrigues me. He's an interesting guy. Uh, he fascinates me. Uh, he's kind—he's of, just kind of quiet. And uh, you know, he came up after the after the game last night. We we're just kind of in the lobby there, and uh, he just seemed like he just. Uh, I don't know, taking a final or something. <laughs> there was no reaction or anything. He's just, I think that lends well to uh, being kind of a killer on the court. He just doesn't get flustered. Uh, it's its a job. It's a business. And, you know, he, he, some of the shots he takes from three, it's just like he's taking a stroll through the park. You know, no big deal. I'll just shoot this and it goes in. And, <laughs> you know, and uh, I, I think that, uh, I think that that helps him, and he's he, he's he's got a lot of tools, 
because of his size at the point guard position, I mean, a lot of times he's got Bibbins on him. And uh, as much as I like Bibbins, I mean, he's 5'8", and Eli's 6'6". And uh, so he, because of his size and strength at that point guard position, he's going to create a lot of matchup problems for teams, not just Utah, but a lot of teams. And and his ability to shoot the three that you – now, he's really shoot it great from three this year. And you have to get out on him, and then if you do, he can. He has the ability to get in the paint because of his size and his ability to dish, makes good decisions in there. Sometimes he, he'll he'll get charges here and there, but that's really the only downside I see from him. And he's able to score against big guys or dish to to Yoli or Luke or whoever. And just a a, a matchup nightmare. And it was so fun to watch him play. I, I just. Uh, I think he's a terrific, terrific basketball player, and uh, and great players play great in great games, and he did that, and that says a lot about him. The Cougars likely to be 11-2 and at the end of non-conference play. If that's what the Cougars end up with, and quite frankly should be 12-2, and as Jerem mentioned earlier in the broadcast, heading into that St. Mary's game, do you expect them to be – 12 and 2 heading into that game against the Gales? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, you don't want to overlook anybody. And I know that the couple of teams that they're going to face have not had a great year. I know Texas Southern has uh, played the toughest schedule in the country. So, you know, there's a reason why they, they're struggling. But, and they play a lot of road games. But, uh, I, I absolutely think they'll be, you know, that that record when they play play St. Mary's, and I think it's going to be another night like uh, we saw Saturday night. It's going to be a great environment, and you've got a conference rival, and certainly, if you're playing against a team that you're going to compete for a conference title with at home, your first game, that that's a big deal to win that. Maybe if you're on the road, you can, you know, you might lose that game, but it, if you expect to win a title. You got to beat those teams. That's just as your opportunity. You can't count on them losing to Pepperdine. I mean, you've got them on your home floor. Get the job done. And maybe before the season, I don't. I don't know that I thought BYU could do that. But I think St. Mary's is more beatable this year than they have been the last couple years. And I think BYU's better equipped to beat them. Uh, and they've got the confidence. So I mean, everything's trending well for BYU, but. As you guys know, uh, that can change in one game. And you've got to really be focused. A lot of distractions with Christmas and finals and things. You need to take care of business. And then when the opportunities come, like they did Saturday night, you take advantage of them. And uh, uh, I'm excited to see uh, all the games. But St. Mary's is on on my list for sure. It it would be a late Christmas present for BYU fans to get a win against St. Mary's. Mark Durant, the radio analyst for the past uh, 87 years, who's getting emails as we speak, joins us on BYU Sports (laughs) Nation. Do you need to answer any of those? Have I not told you I'm a big, important lawyer? You have. You have. I think big shot was the phrase. (laughs) Is BYU better at this point in the season than you thought they'd be? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't just lose Eric Mika and – think you're going to be better. Uh, and I don't know that they are necessarily, but uh, they've changed some things and there's a focus on things and the style of play that they're playing. And, you know, it's all about, yeah, I hate the trite phrase, but it's about chemistry really. And I, and I think this team has a really nice chemistry and there's an unselfishness there. 
and uh, it's all kind of coming together. And so, you know, when I when I came in, and that's all I can reference is my playing days. You know, they just lost Mike Smith, and they picked us to be at the bottom of the conference. And I'm not a better player than Mike Smith. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to argue that. But <laughs> we <laughs> we had a, a nice chemistry, and we started winning, and uh, we ended up uh, winning the conference and going to the tournament. And so, I mean, there's there's a real value to that, and uh, and a kind of a buy-in to what the coaches want you to do, and. Part of that comes from doing it and then having success, and then like, yeah, this is this is the right way. So let's do it even better. Um, so I, I definitely, I, I just had a lot of questions coming into the season, and uh, some of those are being answered. And I wondered about the health, particularly of Elijah Bryant. He hadn't been too durable, and I knew he had to be healthy for BYU to be successful. And uh, but I tell you what, I think that I think the team kind of felt it before. I mean, I. I went to a luncheon and uh, sat down with Yoli and just talking to him. And we we're talking about the Utah game. And he's like, hey, Mark, don't worry. We got this. We, I, I play with those guys. We're going to win this game. Don't even worry about it. I'm like, oh, okay, Yoli, I try, I'm trying to believe you, man. But uh, they, they have a little bit of a swagger and, and a confidence and a chemistry that I think has is, is gone a long way for them so far. Well, Mark, great insight. We appreciate the time. And uh, we got to let you go because you're a big-time uh, lawyer. I got to get get to these emails, man. Sorry about that. More <laughs> ring to do. He's got so many so many emails to answer. Mark, we appreciate the time, man. Of course, guys. Have a good one. It's Mark Duran on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Listen to Mark, Jason Shepard, and Greg Rebell uh, with pregame coverage Thursday, eight Eastern on BYU Radio. Coming up, the best of Bill Walton, and there was a lot to choose from. There's a lot of good, and then <laughs> there's the so best. Great. He was great. He was awesome. He was unbelievable. The new <laughs> offensive coordinator is Jeff Grimes. What are his immediate goals? He will join us next. This is BYU Sports Nation. Hey, we worked there. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Mmm, pineapple. Welcome back, Jerem and Jason and Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. That's right. Download the BYU Sports Nation podcast on iTunes and Google Play. You can also find the show on the BYU TV and BYU Radio apps. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Men's Hoops beats Utah 77-65, the first win over the Utes since 2012. <sighs> Elijah Bryant led <laughs> all, all the scores. way back in 2012. Oh, so long ago. <laughs> My life was so different. Elijah Bryant led all scores with a season-high 29 points. Cougars host Idaho State and winless, but number one strength of schedule in the country, Texas Southern, this week. Jeff Grimes was introduced as the new BYU football offensive coordinator on Saturday. Coach Grimes said his first goal is to get his staff put together. We will talk with Coach Grimes coming up in just a few minutes. Jamal Williams had 10 carries for 30 yards as the Packers lost to the Panthers. Daniel Sorensen finished with four tackles in a Chiefs win versus the Chadges. Also in that game, Michael Davis had a tackle for L.A. Don't call us San Diego. So weird. Kind of cool had a tackle for the winless Browns against the Ravens. Uh, Ziggy Ansah had a tackle as well in the Lions' victory against the Bears. And James Taffordette scored 50 points to go along with 10 assists and 9 rebounds yesterday in a Shanghai Sharks victory. What was your favorite part of BYU's victory over Utah on Saturday is our Twitter question today. Use the hashtag BYUSN at He-Man underscore Hyde. The victory over Utah part. 
State champs goes down like a huge platter of Bam Bam's barbecue swachos. That's right. Hey, <laughs> BYU 4-0 Elite against the— tweet nominee right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 4-0 against the in-state teams. All BYU needs is Southern Utah on the schedule, and they would uh, complete everybody. Get the— uh, the. They'd, they'd have a shot at everybody. What is the five-sided thing? Is that the— pen? What is it? Five-sided thing? Yeah, like, like, what's the shape that's got the five sides? Pentagon. Pentagon. There we go. Yeah, yeah, the— the Penta Trophy? Penta Championship? Penta Championship. The Pent Up Championship? Way too much time on the show to discussing that. At uh, BYU <laughs> underscore farm fanatic. I think he likes farms, he or she. It was a decisive, definitive win. No nail-biting or desperation buzzer beaters. Just cougar blessedness flowing over the court of the Marriott Center. Uh, at Mr. Underscore Flintstone 94. I have to pick a favorite part? The whole thing was good, particularly the look on Kraskoviak's face when Bryant started going off and his guys couldn't stop him. However, the sweetest moment had to be the sound of that final buzzer. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of drama in this. No one hit TNT anyone. would have hated this yeah, game. exactly. No one hit anybody. You know, no, no buzzer beaters, no technical fouls. Although when Zach Selyus and Justin Bibbins were both going for a loose ball, it became fun for a moment. There's always the... It, I think the crowd is waiting for something to happen, to boo or to cheer hard off the court, yes, if you yes. will. I think everyone is waiting for something. Nothing happened. It was generally safe, as most of the matchups have been. I'm talking to That's somebody. That's not safe. Yeah. That's not safe. I like that. Joke. Yeah, yeah. The Rock was great. Yeah. The Rock was great, and it was awesome. But the big news uh, last week before the BYU-Utah game is the hiring of the new offensive coordinator at BYU. His name is Jeff Grimes. He now joins us on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. I assume from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Is that right, Jeff? That is right. Right straight out of a meeting, game planning for uh, for Notre Dame, and, and uh, ready to talk to you guys. Excited about it. Well, it's great to have you on the program. Uh, you were in town uh, for your press conference. Now you're back. But, but the real hard-hitting question we want to start with was, when did and how hard was it when you had to shave your goatee? <laughs> you know, I'm still getting used to it. I just find myself rubbing my chin all the time and feeling <laughs> like I'm touching another person. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that actually happened probably a day earlier than I should have because everybody's kind of looking at me sideways. Okay, you took that job, I'm guessing. So <laughs> people around here hadn't seen me without facial hair in a while. That was the indicator, right? You shaved, so you're probably taking that job. Yeah, I think so. So what have the past few days been like since your hire was made official? Man, it's been crazy. Uh, it's just um, around-the-clock activity, little sleep, um, lots lots of things going on, obviously, when you're, when you're trying to do two things at once. And, you know, I want to finish the job here and do things the right way at LSU. I've had four great years here. And as I said in my press conference, I have a lot of respect for – for Ed Orgeron and the way that everybody here has treated me at LSU. I love my guys here. And so I'm trying to do that the right way. And at the same time, obviously, uh, you know, my mind is already kind of moving on to, to things there in Provo and excited about everything that's, that's going to be happening there really soon and trying to uh, begin to work on a number of things, including uh, talking to recruits and current players and, and all sorts of things. Yeah, in two days, there's the uh, first uh, of three days for the signing day, so BYU's certainly busy out on the recruiting trail. You've been to a lot of awesome uh, places prior to post-BYU. Why return to BYU, uh, a place where this, this is your first repeat stop, I think, right? It really is, yeah. And I was telling a bunch of guys that, 
that I saw over the weekend how cool it was to come back to a place where you know a lot of people. And as you all both know, um, LSU, uh, LSU and Auburn and Virginia Tech and all these other places I've been, if you go back there, you're not all that likely to have the same people there. You know, this is kind of like coming back home because so many people um, have stayed at BYU for a number of years. And so it's, it's kind of cool, kind of like a homecoming. And I really enjoyed that part of it, coming back and seeing a lot of people this weekend and, and really looking forward to, to working with a lot of familiar faces and guys that I already know and trust. Well, speaking of guys that, that you know and trust, what did it mean to you to have so many former BYU players and coaches pushing for you to get this job? You know, that meant the world to me. I mean, there were there were a bunch of things that – that came out and a lot of people that recommended me for the job, but, uh, the former players who were, who were really outspoken, um, in terms of texting me. And as I found out later on, um, publicly and privately recommending me for the job, that, that probably meant more to me than anything, because it's those relationships that are, that are, um, the things that, that life really should be all about. The new offensive coordinator for BYU, Jeff Grimes, is on BYU Sports Nation. The last couple of weeks, uh, Spencer and I made a uh, list of candidates, and we made a top five. We did not have you in that because we did not think it was realistic for BYU to get you. So well, shame how, on you to start with. So how did BYU get you? Um, they just asked. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just have to ask, right, Coach? <laughs> they, yeah, they, they ask nicely. <laughs> No, it was it was a combination of things. It really was. It was, as I said before, it was a combination of uh, the right timing for my family, the right timing for me professionally, and the right timing for BYU. I, re- I really feel like all of those things came together at once and and made it the the right opportunity for me uh, this year. And and I and I think and hope it'll be the right opportunity for BYU as well. Obviously, one of the things that you mentioned is is you want to put together the best staff BYU's ever had. So how, and I know that you have the Citrus Bowl coming up. What is your plan in terms of, of when you start doing some of that in terms of putting your, your staff together? What, what is that? I know you said there's not a timeline, but how do you envision that part happening? Well, it's a great question. And it is, it is obviously more challenging with me being here. However, with, with, um, modern technology it makes a lot of those things a whole lot easier than it used to be so there will be a a number of conversations that are had over the coming weeks um with with myself and and coach sataki and a number of other guys and and we'll we'll just see where it goes and as i said sooner is better than later but the most important thing is to get the right guys here Jeff Grimes is on BYU Sports Nation. A lot of fans are wondering, uh, what kind of offense do you plan on running at BYU? We'll be an exciting offense that combines uh, the best elements of a number of different systems. As you said earlier, I've been a lot of places and been blessed to be around some of the best offensive minds in the country. I mean, I think what what we're doing here with, with Matt Canada and what he's done over the past couple of years um, is really, really um, – exciting and, and sort of uh, cutting-edge stuff that not a lot of other people are doing. Um, being around some of the other guys that I've worked for, Malzahn and Cutter and, and a lot of guys, I, I've just learned a lot all along the way. And so I, I think it'll be a matter of combining all of those things and kind of doing the best of all. And then I think it's important to 
have enough flexibility within the system so that you can take advantage in any given year of the assets that assets that you have. And, you know, certainly BYU is going to attract a certain type of kid. So there's going to be um, some constancy in the type of player that you're going to have. But from year to year, you might have a little bit different type of quarterback or type of running back or offensive line. And so whether, you know, if you're running um, a wide zone play, you could do that under center, in the pistol, in the offset gun, you could do it from 11, 12, or 13 personnel, and it's still a wide zone play. Um, which of those you choose to do has to do with the personnel and the way you want to present the play. And so um, there will be a lot of those different types of elements and the flexibility to do it um, differently from year to year and even and even week to week. The presentation of the offense will change, but the um, – uh, the core plays and, and the fundamentals will remain the same. Jeff, I ask you this question not knowing how much time, if any, because of everything else you have going on, that you've actually had to look at the BYU offense or personnel, but how far do you think this offense is from actually turning things around? Yeah, that's, I can't really answer that question accurately. Um, I mean, all, all I can say is is what I believe to be the case based on what I've been told from a number of other people that I do trust. And and from that vantage point, um, I feel like we have um, we have certainly some talent in in some positions, probably more so than others. Um, but unfair for me to answer that question right now i'd really i'd really rather have a little time to to kind of get to know the guys and watch a little bit more film and watch them work out work out this spring and then i can answer the question in a more educated fashion and let's finish with this jeff uh is there a possibility of retaining anybody from the offensive staff is that something you'll look at and consider sure absolutely all all those guys will have the opportunity um and like i said the most important thing is to get the very best guys uh, possible on our staff, and and it'll be a combination of a number of different things that we're looking at. Um, but I think everyone will be really pleased um, with with the staff that we put together. Well, Jeff, we appreciate the time. Uh, I know a lot of BYU fans will be watching the offensive line of LSU on New Year's <laughs> Day with particular interest. Okay, so now I need to get back to work. That's what you're telling me. That's right. It's time to get back to work, and then we'll see you in January here. We appreciate it, Jeff. <laughs> Okay, sounds great. Good talking to you all. Thank you. That's Jeff Grimes on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Do you like the new OC? He seems like he's in charge. This is, this is a guy that knows exactly what he wants to do. There's no question in my mind about that. And it's hard to question the toughness of a dude with a deeper voice than you. It's true. I'll tell you that. Coming up, Jimmer wasn't the only former Cougar to get buckets this weekend in the pros. We'll talk about that coming up in the whip. And our reaction to our conversation with Jeff Grimes and the best of Bill Walton from Saturday. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back. I'm Jerem Jordan. He's Jason Shepard, live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. If you missed the show at noon Eastern, don't worry. Watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern time. Unless it's a Tuesday, then it's at 7. Hey, speaking of Tuesday, BYU basketball, Dave Rose, tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. It's Coach Rose's birthday. Mm. Maybe something to do with 60th, by the way. 60th? 
birthday. That's, a, that's big time. Absolutely it is. Not only will we celebrate uh, Coach Rose's birthday, we'll look back on the Utah victory, plus Yoli Childs in Studio C. Looking forward to that one tomorrow. Use the hashtag Rose Show to ask a question of Coach Rose or Yoli Childs. Plus, if you want to be in the studio audience, if you're local, go to BYUcougars.com slash Rose Show. We just spoke with BYU Offensive Coordinator Jeff Grimes. What was your top takeaway from that conversation, Jason? Uh, a couple things, but if I had to pick one, I think the one thing that really stood out to me is this guy knows exactly what he wants. There's no question in my mind. you know. And, and he was asked, you've never called plays as a coordinator, but this he has been in this profession for 25 years. He's been around some of the greatest minds in college football. He knows what he wants to do. Now he's going to have an opportunity to do it. He knows exactly the type of coaches he wants. I don't know if he knows specifically who they are. Maybe he does. I don't know. But he knows exactly what he wants his offense to look like. He knows exactly the type of coaches that he wants to run said offense. This is a guy that knows exactly what he wants, and I think that is a huge plus. I think this season BYU had an accountability issue. And Jeff Grimes is a guy that comes off as a guy that holds people accountable. We've been told that by former BYU players, especially the offensive linemen, like Jake Caressa, who joined the program last week. And it was a small thing, but I, sa- I told him that we did not have him in our top five mm-hmm. of realistic candidates. And he said, he said, well, shame on you. He was joking, but it was an accountability moment for him of, hey, you were wrong, right? right. He's, he's not trying to call me out, but kind of. BYU needs someone who's going to hold people accountable. Look at the difference that an accountability coach has made for BYU basketball. He sure has come in. He does not take, as they said in Cool Runnings, no crap from no one. And so he makes sure there's discipline and accountability, and it has changed BYU basketball. And I think Jeff Grimes will change BYU football. I tweeted this out after the press conference on Saturday. The one thing that that stood out to me more than anything else on Saturday – was when he said, he was asked about why now, why come back to BYU now? And he had mentioned, you know, the fact that the timing was right for me and for my family. But at the very end, he said, and I also think it was time for a place like BYU to have a guy like me. That stood out to me loud and clear. Yeah, let's go. Let's just, let's just get to spring ball already, okay? Our Twitter question today, what was your favorite part of BYU's victory over Utah on Saturday at Away Cougs? The energy of the team and the crowd was so strong. Combined with Bill Walton's enthusiasm, it is the best ESPN Cougar broadcast I've ever experienced. Saturday was a special day with Bill Walton. And if you missed it, we've got the best of Bill Walton. Hit it! Learning how to speak is my greatest accomplishment and your worst nightmare. Clearly. Looking forward to seeing McKay Cannon play. The son of a dairy farmer, Shelley, Idaho. Did you grow up on a dairy farm? I did not. Did you? No. Have you been to a dairy farm? Oh, yes. McKay Cannon fires from deep and a three. (laughs) Now we're talking milk this. This is the best I've ever seen child play. Bill, it's the first time you've seen him play. Both of those statements are correct. Bryant, heat check. Again, Elijah Bryant. That's Danny Ainge basketball. Largest that's, lead for BYU. That's Roland Minson basketball. That's Crescenter Kostich basketball. That's Jimmer Fredette basketball. That's Tyler Hawes basketball. The history on display here tonight. Tonight has been Dave Rose in charge of our universe.
<laughs> and that's just a taste of some of the Bill Walton-ness uh, from Saturday. If you want to watch the game, and by the way, each half is commercial free, you can go to the BYU TV app and watch BYU vs. Utah. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there's multiple reasons. Not only do you want to relive yeah. BYU beating Utah, but you can also enjoy <laughs> with Bill Walton doing the game. Yoli Childs goes into the locker room, and Bill says something to the effect of, oh, oh and, and comes back out, and Bill says, Either Yoli Childs drank some holy water or Brigham Young himself was in there. Yeah, and Rock's like, uh, Brigham Young was not in there. And then he, Bill said something like, well, I see his statues everywhere. <laughs> it was fantastic. An entertaining night. A winning night for BYU versus Utah. The most important part, it was a winning night for BYU. Yes, and it just feels good. It just feels good to beat Utah. It does, and it's been a while, not just in hoops, but now football. And as Boney Fuller tweeted, <laughs> since Jeff Grimes was hired, BYU has not lost to Utah. Wow. A lot of volume there. There's so much pressure on Coach Grimes, <laughs> he had no idea. Coming up, oh, BYU yeah. Volleyball lands three players on a preseason All-American list. Find out who next in the Whip. Plus, Kyle Collinsworth, Mr. Double-Double in Texas in the G League. It's all in the Whip. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Big thanks to our guests today, Jeff Grimes, Mark Duran. If you missed any of today, and sort of Bill Walton. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or uh, Google Play. Future guests include the one and only Blaine Fowler. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Men's Basketball. It was a glorious night on Saturday. Men's Hoops beat Utah 77 65, their first win. Over the Utes since 2012. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Elijah Bryant led all scorers with a season-high 29 points. Football. Jeff Grimes was introduced as the new BYU offensive coordinator on Saturday. Grimes said it's his goal to put together the best offensive staff in BYU history. He joined us earlier in the program, if you missed it. BYU football has 10 players on the Phil Steele postseason all-independent team. There are four independent teams, by the way. And BYU has So, very nice. So, cleaned up. First team honorees include Corbin Kafusi, Diane Gonwaluku, Johnny Linehan, and Michael Shelton. Second team honorees include Squally Canada, Matt Bushman, Tijan Karoma, Sione Takitaki, Fred Warner, and Micah Hanneman. Cougars in the NFL. Jamal Williams had 10 carries for 30 yards as the Packers with Aaron Rodgers fell to the Panthers. Daniel Sorensen, four tackles for the Chiefs. Michael Davis, a tackle for the Chargers, kind of cool. A tackle for the Browns. And Ziggy Ansah, a tackle for the Lions. Jimmer! Fredette scored 50 points, also 10 assists, 9 boards yesterday in a win for the Shanghai Sharks. Cougars in the association. Sort of. Kyle Collinsworth had a great weekend in the G League with 14 points, 11 assists, and 6 rebounds Friday night. Then on Saturday, 24 points and 9 rebounds. Collinsworth has recorded a double-double in 4 of his last 5 games. Women's basketball. Cougars dropped to four and six on the season after losing on the road to number 24 Cal, 70 to 45 Saturday afternoon. Volleyball. BYU lands three players on the off the block preseason All American squads. Outside hitter Brendan Sander on the first team, set Leo Durkin and middle blocker Price Jarman on the second team. That's exactly how I voted. Cougars overseas. Jen Hampson, 17 points, 10 rebounds, and two blocks in Australia. Also, Eric Mika, 16 points and 15 rebounds while playing in Italy. And this just in, Elijah Bryant is the West Coast Conference Player of the Week for his 29-point performance against Utah. Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most, DexterLaw.com. Goes to Bill Walton. 
<laughs> because it wasn't just a win. It was a win with Bill Walton calling it and uh, having some fun. In fact, he took a campus tour Saturday, and he visited Studio B and put on the blue goggles, man. So Bill Walton uh, graced us with his presence. I was the floor director on the ESPN broadcast, so Bill asked me to come over. He said, do you know, before the game, do you know BYU sports history? You're like, and I smiled and kind said. Kind of a big deal. Yes. And he said, Minson, what's his first name? Roland. So then later, that's Roland Minson basketball. Then he said, <laughs> there was the great coach, Lavelle Edwards, and a Liddell Anderson as the basketball coach. I said, yeah. He goes, Lavelle and Liddell. Unbelievable. <laughs> when did uh, when did Bill Walton turn into Zoolander? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Derek Zoolander when you're Derek Zoolander as Bill Walton as <laughs> he was standing right here. Bill yeah. Walton. I was kind of hoping was. that maybe you know maybe he would have stuck through the weekend to had hang him out. Signed the the uh, stretch Y. I don't think he signed it. Well, that's a rite of passage. He could being a guest here. He could have uh, signed the very top, not had to uh, stand on anything. That's true because the highest uh, the highest signature on that flag is Yoli Childs, believe it or not. The best he's ever seen Yoli it's the play. The greatest he's seen him play. <laughs> what was your favorite part of BYU's victory over Utah on Saturday? At uh, I don't know, it's not in there. Favorite part of the game was Yoli putting a Willis Reed, pulling a Willis Reed in the second half. Also, Bill Walton's magna magniloquence. Sure. If you close your eyes, you can't tell if it's him or a Spencer Linton impression. <laughs> Our elite tweet of the day at Twiggy Stone. So much. Peyton with two triples. Bryant scores 29. BYU, where's, where's the eagle? Where's the hawk? There it is. keeps the lead despite Yoli getting hurt. And to top it off, Bill Walton compares the rock to the crowd at a de- to the parking lot of a Grateful Dead concert. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> I think uh, some of the uh, liquid refreshment would be a little different. Just a little different. Yeah. Just a little no different. No George Randall's there. The conversation continuing 24-7 on Twitter. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. The show always on demand, BYUSN.com. For Jason, I'm Jerem. What a weekend, man. That was awesome. Shout out to Jeff Campbell. Nice. BYU Sports Nation back at it at noon Eastern time tomorrow. BYU beats Utah. Jeff Grimes gets hired. Oh, unbelievable.